Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. And welcome to Dungeon Crawlers, where Scott is half asleep and McKay is ignorant all the time. Um, wait, I thought Scott was ignorant and half asleep. <laughs> I'm asleep first try. Oh, first try. Yeah. Uh, we've got special guest. Cor- I'm going to botch your last name. I see it every time, and I don't. Uh, yeah. So it's Corinne is on the show, the author name. of Dawn's Hill. But I'm going to have you pronounce your last name because I know I'll botch it. I don't know. I kind of want to hear you try it. Wait. Take your best shot. Larinaga? Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at that. First try. <laughs> oh, I lost my itch. Well done. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, I can see how that would scare you at first. But yeah. You just pronounce every letter. And, All right, and don't add any extra. Well, letters. sometimes you <laughs> never know. I we've had some <laughs> guests where that. it looks like a normal name. So happy there when you just schooled Daniel. Just pronounce every letter. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. skip any, and don't add any addition. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's called reading, left to right. You know, <laughs> sound it out, top to bottom. Yeah. So just don't add a bunch of letters. I get letters mail like. address to Corinne Malarinaja. Whoa. Malarinaja. How do you get that? I don't know. It starts with an L. <laughs> it starts with an M. It's really handy though. Because you know if it came addressed to that person, that it can go straight in the... You know Corinne Malamanaja, Malamanaja is now listening to the show going, that's where all my credit card ads are going. She wants those offers. I'm she just can saying. Have them. Sometimes you can, you need some of those. Credit card offering. No. Yeah, no. I haven't had a credit card for over 10 years. It's awesome. Serious? Yeah. Wow. I've never had a credit card, but... That's because people say they're bad, but then I'm like, yeah, but you can't buy a house or anything if you don't. So yeah, do I bought a house. Kind of important. I bought a house. I don't have one. How do you guys? You had one. It? Yeah, like ten years ago. Uh, well, you had to have it at some point. Yeah. I have like three. Okay, so it's important. That is. Wow. Like, back to the book. That's crazy. So moving on, because so credit cards are not that important, but kitty cats are, because kitty cats are well, a kitty cat, and a whole bunch of other tortured people, right? Um, there's not a ton of torture. No, going, no though. torture on Dawn's Hill. It is a murder mystery. Okay, so. well, someone dies. All right, someone we're dies. good. Daniel, before we go into like the specifics, like the kitty cats and the torture, can we get an overview of the book for those of, those of our readers, of course, who might not have read it yet or who are interested in it? Well, that's your job. Go! <laughs> I think you meant from the author's Oh, from title. the author! The Dawn's Hill. Corinne? I would love to talk about it. Um, so Dawn's Hill is a cozy paranormal mystery, um, which is kind of a lot of words that basically mean um, there's ghosts in it, 
there's psychics, there's murder. It's about a young woman who is looking for a fresh start in Don's Hill, which is a fictional small town that's the most haunted town in America. Um, when she gets there, she rediscovers some lost psychic powers that allow her to talk to the dead. And there's a poltergeist in town who's very insistent that she use those powers to catch his killer. So. Whoa. And there's a cat in the book that's her kind of companion. So uh, Mackenzie, the main character, is kind of trying to get a grip on her new psychic powers and figure out what's going on in this town with the help of a tortoiseshell cat named Striker and the crew of a ghost hunting TV show called The Soul Searchers. Now we're talking. I want to read this book. And I know. Right. Like, There's a lot going on right there that I'm like, wait, which question do I ask first? Maybe so I want to dive into the specifics, but I know we should probably talk generally before we dive in. Wait, so just a just a, tort, a tortoise shelled cat. So what is that like a specific type of cat or like yes. a cat with a... Okay. Yeah. I guess yes. I don't know breeds of cats, so... I was just imagining like a cat with a giant tortoise shell. Were you picturing around. one yeah. of those things from Mario Brothers that's exactly. like half Koopa? Yeah. yeah. Do 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 do. Are we talking about Koopa cats now? Is that what's going on? That's yeah. what I was Koopa imaging, cats? but that's not apparently what. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just they have the, uh, it's a mo- motley colored type fur. How technical yeah. do you want me to get here? Because I can get technical. It's like black and brown and <laughs> whitish. Yeah. No color. So go ahead if you want to go for yeah, it. Let's get technical. It is a mutated color pattern of a calico. Um, so in cats, the color pattern comes on their X chromosome. They get it from their mom. So in female calicos, sometimes the two X chromosomes interfere with each other. And instead of being spotted or patterned, it's all just all the colors are mashed together and it's very messy, but... It's super cute. Super cute. I know that was so, really I the technical term is adorable. No. <laughs> technical <laughs> is mutant cat. Yes. That's well, all I heard. Tell the cat mutant cat versus the non. Uh, you're not even a dog guy. What are you? What? You hate animals? No. We need why a separate show now. Why are you evil, Dan? I Let's have a cat. A show about I have a cat and I have a dog. I have a one-eyed dog. You can have as many as you want. I have, I have a dog. A I have eight chickens. Mother. We have two rats. And I love chicken. Just we did have a first. snake, but then he got ate. By what? The chickens. Aww. They pecked it to death. <laughs> so, and then what? it also says she's yeah, aided by a ghost hunting crew. So she contacts them when she finds out that she needs to help find her father's killer? Kind of. It's all a little bit messier and uh, a little more interwoven than that. But more they, they do get, yeah, they do get involved. Yes. Now, okay, I want to ask about the poltergeist. Yeah. Um, so now you said that he aggressively asks for her help. Is this like a comedy type thing? Like he pops up out of the table, help me. Um, like right in the middle of dinner, like she opens the microwave. You ready yet? Or is it more like, you know, uh, Bruce Willis, Bowden, I need your help. Kind of Definitely more on the scary side. All of her encounters with the poltergeist freak her out. So my the other genre that I like to write in a lot is horror. So I pulled pretty heavily from that for all the scenes with the poltergeist. See, the reason Scott's asking is because he likes Ghostbusters. Yeah. Okay, I'm more into the supernatural side of it. That's, that's where my writing style is. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm actually going to become a writer. We are talking about this before the show. I'm not really an author because I'm, I'm kind of an author in training. Yeah. I scribble a lot. That's okay. I doodle. You're going to be a writer, right? You can write a ton. Yeah. I write tons of stuff. I write my name every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you see, there has to be a lot. You can write a ton of stories. They might not be published, but still. They might not be writer. good, but you know. Or that, but you know, you like it, so whatever. This show is writers in training. It's got to be. 
writer in training. Yes. Right. So this is, I mean, I love the cover. Dark knit cabin. It's really dark. I, it reminds me of Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. The cabin in the woods, it's all dark. Except for you have a cat here, which I don't know if that's a deadite or not. There's it's going to attack me. There he is. Yeah, it's right, right there. there. It's like right in front of it. He's hidden in the shadows. Uh, okay. That's why I said, is it a dead that eye? Is that's kind of green. So, so that's the house that she lives in? Um, or, no. That's the house of the murder. That is a location that's featured in the book. Oh, okay. But I don't want to give too much away. No, don't. Fair enough. Because she was like, I wouldn't live there. It looks too super creepy. So. Now, for those of you that don't know, this is Corinne's first book, which is awesome. It's published by Immortal Works, which is even more awesome because, well, let's just face it, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome all around. We know another author who's being published by our mm, I don't know so who. Who is that? I don't know I don't who. Know I really don't know who. Jason King, James Wymore. Oh. Daniel. Well, Daniel. Me. Uh, <laughs> but what's really cool. Yeah, I did. So cool. this is what's even more cool. So that don't get too excited. If you like cats, the beginning of ever every chapter Aww, there's a cat okay. as well as like the, the ch- that one like, looks way less menacing than the one the divider in between the scenes there's little cats there too Aww. so if you like cats this is an awesome book I and then you get to see you get to read about people getting killed <laughs> I might be a cat person maybe maybe but I like to say that I wrote the book for people who like cats ghosts and consider themselves armchair sleuths so they like to solve Whoa. crimes from, oh. you know the comfort of their own home I like to cause crimes. No. So, really? Not really. What crimes are those? Crimes, crimes of, of passion, passion and love? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Honey, I'm home! Yeah. I want to know how you cause crimes rather than committing them. You know, like... It's, it's, it's like he chess. Pays me it's like money. chess. You have to make sure that the right person is in the right place. And, oh, look, this could be easy. And bam! Then it's... Okay, I... I so, I in other account. words... I do have a question. Scott... Is the mastermind of evil geniuses. Mm-hmm. He's like Lex Luthor. No, no, no. I'm lo- more like Mr. Glass and Untouchable. Oh, okay. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. You know, I'm yeah. in the first episode and mm-hmm. I'm gone. And yeah. That's it. So. Because if someone touches you, you'll break. Exactly. I'm oh. very, very frail. Very yeah. frail. All right. Like that's why shots. McKay does your dirty work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. McKay's my muscle. <laughs> okay, getting back to the book. I do have a question about Mackenzie, and I don't know if we can, and if, if this is like, you know, spoiler, you can just say, or any whatever you want to say, um, but her power to be able to communicate with the dead, um, her clairvoyance, is that a natural ability? Is that like some kind of something more like deep? Is that like something that she's gained from family or we're we not supposed to know yet? Uh, that's a really good question. I can say it's a natural ability. So, okay. Um, and it's a big surprise to her. So it's not something that she even knew she had until she came to Don's Hill. And so that's definitely a big part of the story is her figuring out how did I get this? How did I end up with this gift? How do I use it? And what do I do with it? And eventually I'm assuming that how do I get rid of it? How do I cure myself? Um, no, that's actually not... No way. Why would you want to? Yeah. <laughs> that takes uh, away from the sequel books. <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> I think for my first reaction would be, uh, okay, I'm seeing dead things walking around. Hmm. What's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah. I might just but, be so hungry for superpowers that if I got one... Even if it was kind of a messed up one. That's true. I'd be really excited about any kind of situation. This is awesome. I just have two questions now. So first, is this a standalone or will there be a sequel? Um, So it is, it's a standalone, but it's also the beginning of a trilogy. Okay. So it's kind of like um, a lot of TV shows, like um, 
Supernatural, for mm-hmm. example, where there's a monster of the week. Yes. So each novel is a standalone murder mystery. Okay. But over the course of those three novels, Mackenzie will explore some deeper mysteries. And there will be an overall sub art yes. going on in there. Awesome. Two, if you did have a super power, what would it be? Oh my gosh. You brought it up. Book, not sweet questions like that. <laughs> I think flying for sure, because that'd be so rad. And or or teleportation, because I have a lot of family in Spain and it's really hard to go see them. And I get homesick for there. And if I could teleport, I could like wake up and have coffee in Spain, which is way better than the coffee here, and then come back here for dinner or stay in Spain for dinner also. <laughs> That's actually a way good idea. I've never, because like flying is normally always the one that's like, yeah, that's the super you want, but teleportation, you get there so much faster and it's essentially the same thing. Unless yeah, you've never travel. been there. Then you can't teleport. Well, I don't know. That depends How on does your know. teleportation work? Nightcrawlers, you have to be within line of sight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can it be like Jumper where I just have a picture of it and then I can do it? That could work, yeah. That's the one I want. I okay, want yeah, that, that one's that. dangerous. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as you've walls. seen it, I mean, yeah, a picture yeah, should even work. if you could fly like that, it would still take what some time to get this picture? thing. What if the entire neighborhood? I don't know, Superman can make it there pretty dang fast. Okay, I'm not flying like Superman, all right? <laughs> I don't know. Well, how would that work? I don't know. There's so many more levels of your superpower now, too. Yeah. <laughs> is it just basic flying, or is it I can fly through anything? Okay. Is it, I like I is it, is it flying at the speed of sound? Yeah, is it, like, how does he know he's not going to hit a plane if he's, like, flying at that thing? Like, I don't know. Just saying. Because he swerves out of the way? Nope. <laughs> he's not that smart. <laughs> McKay, do you want to answer the question? You seem like you want that. No, I that. thought that was good, because normally my first instinct is, yeah, flying, and then she's interpretation. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, like, way simpler. I mean, you don't get to hover in midair, which sounds kind of cool. What about running where you want to go? What about running at the speed of light? You can run so fast, you can run across the water. Because like, I don't know. I guess because you can sense everything, but you just run into a building and like break every bone in your body. No, you 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 fit. You vibrate at the speed and you can pass through it. Which, by the way, is my choice right there, Flash, because I love running. I love running really, really fast. All right. Yeah, I can't identify with that at all. I just want to be there i don't want to run and have to she doesn't want to do the exercise you're super fast run fast but you're tired all the time now because you didn't choose the run fast where you're not tired so uh, i chose the flash no, sorry that's 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 right there what right is there. the i don't know they were trying to explain um, the first few episodes of the flesh he like, eats a lot of food he is metabolism yeah. so yes eat a lot yeah right. he eats like so he he, he to clarify this, Scott wants to be the Flash, not a Flash. No, <laughs> where no, it flashes people. What's your flash. superpower? The Flash. I don't know. If you walk up, <laughs> if you walk up in a trench coat, we don't want to see. No, seriously though, you can run across water. So like, yep. you know, he can run around the world. How long does it take him? He actually can run around the world faster than Superman can fly around. Yeah, did you not see? I got hated on the internet for defending Superman. <laughs> I didn't even like Superman. <laughs> It was awesome. It was, it was not awesome. That, that was a great video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love running. Love running fast. How we go? Yes. So back to her. Because um, it does say she lost the ability. So she at one time could, but then does it explain why she lost it? It does. Or just okay. Yeah, it does get into that. Um, and it has a lot to do. I I think um, if you are a believer in the supernatural. Um, there's kind of a school of thought that says that we're all born with kind of an innate psychic ability and that's why babies can be more susceptible to paranormal activity and um, that a lot of us kind of lose that ability as we get older and start focusing on other things and our brains change you know with the chemicals and it forming and everything. Hmm. So. 
So, if I didn't need all those Twinkies as a kid, I could have psychic powers. Yeah, Crap! That's the reason. <laughs> yes, exactly. blame the Twinkies. Why does everybody blame the Twinkies? <laughs> because, didn't your Ghostbusters blame the Twinkies? They're sugary, they're delicious, they are wonderful. They are not responsible for any They don't this taste country. good at all. Like Woody Harrelson chose to survive in a whole movie. <laughs> and they don't taste good anymore. Did you know he never actually ate good? a Twinkie in, in production? For I know. It was what awesome. What was he eating at the end? It's like a tofu. Yes, yeah. it's not a real so Twinkie. Oh, because Twinkies aren't vegan, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Funny. And they still taste horrible. And I Even you more now. You hear that, Woody? If you want to come on the show, we will <laughs> gladly talk about how much we respect you and also your bad decisions. Especially since you're in a Star Wars movie coming hey! up. Oh, yeah. That's, hey, there you go. Star I liked him back in the Cheers days. So, yeah. yeah, when he played a weird dunce guy. Hey, I, I could associate with that. Okay. Because I was like, four or five at the time so for me all the jokes that were going over everybody else's head were going over mine his were the one mm. jokes that i actually understood oh you understood his yeah well i was like five what do you want no it makes me? sense why were you watching cheers at five because you'd watch it with your parents, parents. Uh, like exactly. his jokes about he's be you know shaving in the side mirror from a car mm. and cutting himself because things in the mirror are closer than they appear <laughs> like his humor is what stuck out to me as a kid for sure cliff clavin see? yeah yeah see always yeah and then Norm. Everybody else was boring. Really? Yeah. Even Fraser? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until I, like, became a teenager and I suddenly started understanding all the other jokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got it. So. The character I hated the most on that was Shelley Lung's character. I was so glad I got rid of her. Yeah. Diane. Oh. Yeah, Diane. That was tragic. Tragic story. Hey, so we're still talking about the book. We're still that. talking about <laughs> tragic stuff. Talk about this we are so good at tangents. In <laughs> case we are. Ghost, psychics, intrigue, and a really cool cat. What uh, What more could you ask for? Like, oh, I want to just know about this cat now all the time. I guess he's obviously important, right? Or she or whatever. She, yeah. Fun fact, all tortoiseshell cats are girls. What? Yeah, that's what she said. There's maybe cool. some like outliers or something, but... Must have been That's cool. I wish I knew what kind of cat mine was, and I would totally be able to, to talk about it. So um, I, I do have a question before you. Ha ha! Ha I started. You did. Or did well, I? Then just go. go. I don't know. So the the TV ghost spectral. What was it? The soul searchers. The soul searchers. Are they like jerks, or are they like comedy relief, or are they more like the we're the smart people who know you know the supernatural? We can explain and be your mentors. Who will eventually die, probably because mentors always die, which I disagree with. Sorry, our, go on. It's the guardian character. You got to get rid of it. Exactly. Are they the guardian character? Or are they more like the comedy relief, or are they more just super for like side characters? They're a little bit of both. It's a team of three, mm -hmm. um, and and they do teach Mackenzie a lot about the paranormal and how to deal with ghosts, etc. Um, but there's also some pretty great comedy relief. I would definitely love to work for the Soul Searchers. I think I wrote my dream job into that book. So. <laughs> is one of them based on Tom Carr? Um, no. Oh, okay. Who is Tom Carr? Tom Carr is a paranormal investigator that, uh, he's out in Tallulah, so. Oh. Yeah. Very well known around the Utah circuit. Like have you ever gone on a paranormal investigation? I have, in fact. We went out to the Benson Gristmill in Tallulah. Oh, nice. Um, I'm a member of the Utah chapter of the Horror Writers Association. Sweet. And so we did that for a chapter activity. And then this summer, I think we're going to go do another investigation as well somewhere else. So did you get any here. EVPs? I will be sure to invite you. Yes. I did, actually. I've got one. Um, I sent it into the Pod Goblins for verification. And, Sweet. Um, I think it was nothing, but... I walked around that place the whole time with my cell phone recording just to get 
interesting sounds and I got the crap scared out of me at one point. Up on my blog there's a recording of me trying to get up to the top floor of the mm -hmm. haunted gristmill and scaring myself so badly that I swear really loudly and then run back down on the wooden stairs and my poor husband was like, wait for me! <laughs> Um, I didn't wait. Can I just say, <laughs> that's normal. <laughs> what did you make me say? I'm, oh, I, it wasn't really, um, I couldn't discern what the word or anything like that was, but I was in the basement of the grist mill with another author, Tara Left, and she was communicating with something mm -hmm. down there. So I've got uh, some audio of that on my blog as well. Sweet. Oh, oh, I need to arrange for you guys to go on one, don't I? Um, Do you want to go on? I would yes, as long so as my wife isn't completely aware of it, she's worried that I'll bring home a souvenir. Uh, <laughs> there's a way to prevent that. Yeah. I know that. I can we help you that. that. We all know that. Yeah. But she is kind of... So my wife did not believe in the paranormal. Like, mm -hmm. but, Well, you know, she believed that there was something that free died. Yeah. But she didn't believe that it intruded on, on our... Plane of existence plane. or whatever. And then the first apartment we moved into was haunted to the point where there would be a shadowy figure staring at us from the bedroom door on a regular occurrence. And, I've had that before. And she did not like that or the fact that whenever she was home alone, she never felt like she was alone. Well, she, who she would like that? <laughs> not a fan. And so now she's paranoid that I'll bring something into our nice, mm. clean, poltergeist-free house. So I can understand that. I can yeah. respect that. Yeah. All right. Cool. So what I, I, I'm kind of realizing something. So this book is like a mashup of Supernatural and like... Um, Oh, what is that movie now? It just left my head. Hocus Pocus. Because you had the cat that's kind of leading the kids around <laughs> to defeat the bad guy. I was like confused. I'm like, I don't remember her saying anything about witches. <laughs> no, they're, remove the witches. The but you got the bat, the main bad guy. Mm -hmm. But you got the cat leading the hero around. It which, is a slightly more realistic cat. It but it's more realistic and it doesn't talk, right? No talking. All right. How does it communicate? Catly ways. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how does it communicate? Have you well, not? Oh, I thought you said you own a cat. I do. <laughs> Cats are horrible. She does manage to get her point across when she needs Mackenzie to pay attention to something. She, this is my theory of cats. They're evil and satanic. Because. Black cats? That is correct. Never had a good cat. Because. They're not friendly. They only come around you when they want food or to be touched. And they like a dog will sit in your lap and be all lovey dovey. Cats, no. Some cats can only if they want cats? to. Yeah. What hmm? kind of cat have, is this based on? Because obviously you have good cat experience. My cat loves me. Yeah. Maybe yeah. cats just I, don't I, like. I've had one you. good See, cat. I did have a cat. I did have a cat that was that really yeah. liked me, but she was a prissy cat so much you'd put her bowl of food on the on the ground and she'd pull out one claw, stab the food, and eat it one piece at a time and lick her claw on her paw before t grabbing That's another funny. one. That's adorable. See, it's adorable? Yeah. It took forever for her to eat a can of food. You don't have to watch her. One of my favorite cats, she would fart when she when you did something she didn't like. She'd like try to get up and you'd hold it and you're like, no, no, stay with me. And she'd go, no. All of a sudden you just hear this little and you knew exactly what was coming. And it just like filled oh. the entire room. It was it was like a and white worst. stripe down her back. No, 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 no. She was just a calico, and she was oh. adorable. And, oh, I got what you did there. Yeah, yeah. her See, name so should have her so name should have been Petunia. <laughs> yeah, Lepe Lepew's girlfriend. She was adorable, and I loved her. And I love James because he's a cute little kitten. And he's yeah, she was adorable. So she made that little 
noise. That's still adorable. Oh, that sounds so gross. <laughs> yeah, no. Like every cat I've had, and I've had a lot of cats, has been kind of a glutton for attention and love. What? And, you know, I have yeah. never had a cat that's like that. They're all like, ah, get away. That just I, want attention. <laughs> I suspect it's not the cats. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, no. you out to end, but I have to agree with her. Yeah. All right. I'm there 100%. Nah. But there are evil cats out there. There so are evil cats out there. There are evil cats. Sure. I will concur. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they just don't but like the fact that. if you're every cat you've ever met is evil, they're Every cat, cat that I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a cat that's been like all lovey-dovey. Oh, just pet me. And it's like saying every girl I've ever dated. If you, there might be a, the only commonality here. The only commonality here, Daniel, is you. Because mm. I've met tons right. of good cats. I met several. Maybe cats. it's a fact I have no soul. It's true. Cats can sense that. Maybe that's a problem. Right? I don't right? know if they can sense that. Or not. <laughs> I know dogs can. I assume so. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. There was a cat in Firestarter, wasn't there? Mm. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've read that book. Speaking the of cat books. in Don's Hill is the kind of cat that you've never had. Yeah, so, all sweet, see. lovey. Mm-hmm. So read the book and you'll understand. It helps her Maybe obviously something on her journey. Yeah, it's a pretty important cat. It, apparently so. <laughs> it's on the cover and on like every chapter heading. It's true. Obviously it's an important cat. Important. I, I sense that you do not appreciate the fact that the cat is all around here. Who, me? Yeah. No, I'm not being facetious in any way. This is awesome. <laughs> really, it is. Thanks. Uh, and it's not easy to write a story, to be honest. I, it takes a lot of work. You're throwing your blood, sweat, and tears in there, and probably a little bit more. And then all with the hopes and expectation that people are going to like it, obviously. Sure. Um, so what was that process like, be- deciding, okay, I'm going to write a book? Because it's a huge monumental task of saying okay i'm gonna do it but then finally doing it yeah i think the trickiest part isn't so much starting because i've started so many for for me the trickiest part is actually finishing one okay <laughs> um so i have a lot of uh, false starts maybe the first 20 to thirty thousand words of a project that just can't go anywhere for whatever reason and maybe someday i'll go back to those and finish them now that i have proven to myself that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so with Don's Hill, um, I don't know. This one just poured out of me a little bit. It didn't take me terribly long to write, just a couple of months for the first draft. I felt really, really motivated to finish it. So um, there's a lot of, uh, I guess, me that I put into the book and into a lot of the characters. Mm-hmm. And then that cat we've spent so much time talking about is based on one of my cats. Um, that passed away right when I first started writing it. So putting her into that story helped me feel motivated to finish it. So she gets to live on forever. The now. cat is immortalized forever. Mm-hmm. Yes. Immortal work. All right. I, I, hey, I, how fitting uh, is that? <laughs> all right, all right. I'm not going to bash cats anymore. I'm, gonna feel, I'm feeling bad now. Oh, no. <laughs> She's like, uh, her cat's now living on in a book. All right. So... What is one of your favorite characters that you did write in this story? Um, I think one of my favorite characters is named Yuri. He is kind of the guy in charge of the Soul Searchers. He's a Russian immigrant who um, came to the United States to chase his dreams, which also happened to include chasing ghosts. So um, he's he was a lot of fun to write. And again, I would love to work for the Soul Searchers. I wish they were real and that they could hire me. <laughs> 
Um, but Yuri is kind of like a father figure a little bit to mm-hmm. Mackenzie, guiding her in this new realm of the supernatural that's all super strange and crazy to her. So he's a very like patient person with a knack for explaining the unexplainable. I foresee in the near future there will be cosplay of the Soul Searchers. Just, I could see that. Yeah. Awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> Who are they based on, if, if I can ask? I'm kind of a mishmash. Um, there's so many different supernatural investigation TV shows, you know, like the Ghost Hunters, and um, there's just a ton of them. So they weren't really based on any one in particular. Um, they were. Yeah, just kind of like a mishmash. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I'm watching, um, what is it, like Paranormal Home Investigators. Oh, yeah. Right now on Hulu? Hulu? Is that on Hulu or is that on Netflix? Which one picked that up? It's um, like only one season from back like 2012. Probably Hulu. Probably. But, and sometimes you're just like, oh, come on. Yeah. But it, it's so hilariously awesome that I just can't help but turn away. I can't, I can't turn away. I can't um, help but watch. They are, shoot, I can't remember the name of it now, but there was a... a investigation tv show that split into like two people so there was one guy who's a former private investigator who would go through and investigate based on the facts like he'd look at the history of the home and the history of the inhabitants and try to piece together Mm -hmm. the background story and then the other lady was a psychic and she wouldn't look at any of the facts and they'd hide all the photos and everything and she'd go into the house blind and see what she could sense and what she could discern with with her gifts and then they would meet at the end and see how well their two um, investigative tactics met in the middle. Um, and so I definitely would pull from that one a little bit because that's Yuri's whole deal. He wants to dig into the history. Uh, one of the characters describes him as the Ken Burns of ghosts because he does so much historical research and puts together all of the old letters and everything like that of um, wherever it is that they're investigating. So. Oh, cool. Nice. I like this team already. <laughs> You Yuri. would. You would. Of course I would. You're, you're the ghost guy. Ghostbuster. He is. All I'm right. always going to remember, be remembered as the Ghostbuster. There's I'm nothing wrong. Would you rather There's be nothing. remembered as something else? Yes, the Power Ranger. Oh. I'm joking. But you, <laughs> but you don't end the show saying it's morphin' time. It's like, who's, and true. who's wearing a but Power Ranger But I also Ranger don't show. end. I don't end saying, who are you going to call? You know? So, yeah, I know. It's, well, it's, maybe you should. Yeah. Now it's, now it's, first try. Now it is first try, so it's Batman. Lego Batman. Now this isn't a very lo- a super long book. It's about two hundred and what twenty nine pages or three hundred twenty eight pages. Okay, so not a super long book, but still a really good solid read. Um, can I, can and it's I, a, I'm it's a real quick. Um, audible or audio book coming soon. soon. Yeah. Okay, plans for okay. There you go. right now. It's available in both ebook and paperback. Yes, it is available to purchase so run out and do it and if you really want a fast way to do it just go to our website dungeoncrawlersradio.com right there in the front page there's a link right there you can see the cover of the book click on it and it'll take you right to the Amazon page where you can pick up a copy either ebook or physical copy yeah which is awesome Um, quick plug on the upcoming audiobook it's narrated by Jessica McAvoy of the No Sleep Podcast she's super duper talented Um, and that's definitely something to be excited about. I believe that's going to be out early summer. Cool. Nice. Which will be cool. Yes. So, uh, pick up your copy now and 
support Corinne so she can write another awesome book. He's looking at me because I usually order them on Amazon as we're talking, and <laughs> my Amazon bill is getting very high. You're, you're fine. You're fine. It's okay. You Amazon Prime free two day shipping. You can borrow. <laughs> I, you can I, borrow I, my job. I, I can borrow it. Yeah. No, because we're gonna support Corinne. We gotta. All right. Support local authors because I mean. But um, in the meantime, you have to finish. Yes. All right. So with that said, go pick up Don's Hill. If you want to find out more information about Corinne, they can find you where? Um, My website is just my name, CorinneLaranaga.com. But since that's so hard to spell, you can also go to www.donshill.com. D-O-N-N-S-H-I-L-L.com. Awesome. Perfect. So with that said, we're out of here. It's morphin' time! Meow! Oh.